It's about 17 minutes past 8. Wes is here. We're going to be talking some finances. Oh, my goodness. At least it's payday today, Wes. Yeah, that's always a good thing. Always a good day. <laughs> For most people. Yes, it's been a long month. Eh? Yeah. Goodness gracious. Um, was talking about budget-friendly stuff to do in and around Cape Town as well. Got some great suggestions just to get us through this last weekend of January. Yes, I was so interested in your poll and uh, I'm interested to hear the answer. I know if it was me, I think it would be ice cream. If you had to ask my mom, I think it would be the U magazine. <laughs> Ice can do it. That's so true. Uh, if you missed it, we spoke about uh, the one thing that South Africans still spend money on, even though they're broke. I'm going to reveal the answer in a little while. If you uh, have a guess, you're more than welcome to send it to the WhatsApp line 021 Okay, Wes, uh, talking about our New Year resolutions, we, we started last week, so this is part two. So, so we are on this journey of, uh, you know, some of the financial resolutions people can make or frame differently. So, some mistakes they can start avoiding, and we are on part two. I loved last week. It it was so useful. Again, it's going to be more personal issue focused. So where are we starting today? Yeah, so as you said, it's it's not things that we're going to start doing. It's rather things that we're already doing that we can potentially stop doing. And this might sound obvious. So the first two I want to talk about is just not falling for investment scams. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, look, generally speaking, people are more susceptible to for falling for investment scams in tough economic times. Yeah. So when they're desperate, when things are really tight, um, that can drive normally cautious people to take uncalculated risks with their money. And the golden rule of investing is that there is no quick way to make money. Mm. Long-term investing is a get-rich slowly scheme with no shortcuts. And anyone <laughs> can do it, but it requires diligence and patience and some common sense. And our I just want to share a story. It's it's funny from the outside, but mm, in reality, mm. it's not actually funny. And we've got a client. Uh, he's older, and he's been receiving emails from Sandra Bullock. <gasps> now I don't even know if no, he man. actually knows who Sandra Bullock is, but he is dead set on flying to America to meet Sandra Bullock, who's interested in a relationship with him. What? And it's just it, like I say, from the outside. It's funny when you when you see the mm, correspondence, mm, but mm. it's it's actually a sad matter. It is that um, it's people can fall for yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um, and then the second thing is just uh, something to really consider getting an outside perspective or other people involved is lending money to family and friends. So this happens, um, and and it's not it's not necessarily a bad thing. But soft mm. loans to family members or friends they very often end in heartache. Mm. So mm. when making loans to family and friends, people they tend to forego a loan agreement on the basis that it's a relationship of trust. And then when the person borrowing the money, if they default, that relationship becomes strained and acrimonious and tensions mm. rise. So if you intend on lending money to someone or to a friend or to a family member, just make sure you get actually a formal loan agreement put in place that clearly kind of sets out repayment terms. And this is this is wisdom from the Bible. This is in mm. Proverbs 22. It says, be not one of those who give pledges who put up security for debts. So this is really just cautioning some wisdom around when you step into the shoes of being a lender, it's sometimes better to preserve the relationship than to to earn money. I mean, how many times have we heard? That's as old as time. Yeah. Oh, 
yeah, a lot of stories out there. Okay, so on the topic of debt, there must be a lot to say here, um, you know, around credit cards. That's the other thing. So do you have any wisdom for us to share? I mean, that's ooh difficult yeah. thing. So again, I don't think that having a credit card is always the problem. It, it's much mm. like parents with cell phones. You know, some parents take that line of, I'm not going to give my kids cell phones because they there's so much kind of danger yeah. out there around it but you can't really avoid the problem by just never having it so yes you're still going to encounter the issues that come with that so mm. you know in the same sense a credit card it can be dangerous if you lack discipline mm. and you and you can't manage it but it does serve an important role in your daily finances and also in boosting your credit score yeah so if you can responsibly manage your credit card it's actually a, a great tool especially in times where you just need to bridge mm. um, income. You know that the money is coming and you know that you can uh, kind of solve the issue of debt, but you just need some time. It's a fantastic tool. But the th- mistake that we need to avoid is living on credit. Oh, so yeah. when you're relying on your credit to sustain your lifestyle, that is ultimately unsustainable. And it's going to result in you becoming laden with debt that you're mm. unable to service. So if you're using your credit card f- kind of to cover standard items like groceries, where there's not a timing difference. You actually... Mm. You don't have the money, and now you, this is a necessity. You need it, and yeah. you'll deal with the problem later. Later, that problem is just going to get bigger, bigger. and bigger. Um, and yeah, you kind of you need to take charge of that and put mm. a stringent debt reduction plan in place mm. to ensure that you can get rid of that debt as soon as possible. Strange thing happened yesterday. My bank uh, sent me an SMS saying they're going to send me a credit card. I do have a an account, but I mm. don't use it at all, and I didn't apply for a new credit card. So I'm not sure. Maybe it's just an upgrade or something. Look, I don't know. Banks are going to want to do that because exactly. they're not really too interested in whether you can manage it or not. Yes, they yes. Are, yeah. They they more just want you to have the product and use it and it's extra fees and whatever. It's a nice sales tool for them. But as far as they're concerned, I have one. So why are they sending me yeah. a new one? You know what I mean? Yeah, Is yeah, it a, yeah. I didn't even I didn't even reply or, or anything. Okay, so that was the wisdom is uh, you know around debit and uh, debt and credit cards. So these have all been things that are quite easy to implement, Wes, and don't require too much change. So is there anything else along uh, these lines that we need to think about? Yeah, the, the last thing that I want to touch on here is actually just having a will in place. So we've spoken about it before. And it's, again, this is not a drastic change in your lifestyle that you need to make. It's really just putting some wisdom around future plans. So the process of getting a will is so simple and easy. There are numerous places that you can go. You can go to your bank. You can come to financial advisors like myself. Um, I would always recommend that you use someone that you know or that you've been referred to because you want an element of trust Mm. and relationship with someone who's going to be dealing with these affairs. But setting up a will, um, and actually you do some tax estate planning if it's appropriate, it's such a valuable exercise that's really undervalued because I think most people go, you know, I know I should do it. I'll get to it. Mm. But they're never going to get to it. It's, it's, uh, it just kind of falls off your priority list because it's important, but it's not urgent. And yeah. all those other urgent things kind of come in place of it. But if you knew how easy and how quick it is to do, you wouldn't actually hesitate. Yeah. It's literally, a, it's it's an email. It's us asking a few questions. Who do you want your beneficiaries to be? Who do you want guardians to be and your executor to be? You answer those questions. We get your ID document. We get a legal firm to draft the, the will. You sign it and it's done. And then there's just kind of that peace of 
mind that you've mm. got and your beneficiaries and heirs are going to thank you for the time that it's going to save them and the absolute hassle and admin of dealing with someone who doesn't have a will. You can go on with your life uh, just knowing that that everything's covered. Yeah. All right. So that's ways. Uh, that was the final part of our financial mistakes we can avoid. So if people do want to catch up in terms of their wills or planning, uh, you know, exercises, they can they can chat more uh, with Wes. You can email him on Wes. That's W E S at G D A dot C O dot Z A, or you can phone him zero seven nine one six five two three two five. If you've missed it, let me know on the WhatsApp line, and I'll give Wes's details to you. Thank you, Wes. Oh, cheers, and all. Have a lecker hot you day. Too. Sure, stay hydrated.